0: Hello everyone and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Alman with the Department of Communication. I'm the co-host with the red office chair, Hunter Mitchell. Today we're going
1: to discuss Flexible First, the philosophy Michigan Medicine is utilizing as it prepares for thousands of
0: employees to return to the office after nearly 18 months at home. Now before we discuss returning to campus, we want you to return to previous episodes of The Wrap you may have missed. You can find the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New episodes debut weekly and can also be found on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines we can review. To learn how Michigan Medicine will do that safely,
1: we're welcoming in Cicely Luca, the Associate Director of Research and Administrative Space Planning at Michigan Medicine. Luca is part of the team looking at how to safely bring back employees who have been working at home since March 2020. Cicely, thanks for joining us today.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, first,
0: how did you get involved in the return to campus planning process and what role are you playing?
2: great question. And um, as a member of the med school facilities team, we started early on in the pandemic adjusting to a new way of working. Um, As many of our employees are actually currently on site and have been on site the entire time, we were able to experience different ramp-up activities, whether that was in our clinical settings or wet lab settings, that gave us a lot of guidance and ideas about what it would be like when we gradually returned more of our employees to campus over time.
1: So what is Flexible First? Can you talk about the principles behind it?
2: Absolutely. Um, After the WISE recommendations came out from campus, Michigan Medicine Leadership realized that it would be really important to create a bit of a roadmap um, for our managers and employees to follow while they navigate this return to office, but also sort of a new way of working. Um, I think throughout the pandemic, we saw that flexibility was key to our success. Um, We also saw, you know, our productivity didn't have many decreases and through flexibility and working together, we were really able to navigate um, a very drastic difference between how we worked pre-pandemic and then during the pandemic. And as a result of that, I think there were a lot of positives we saw that there might be an opportunity to rethink the way that we work, um, especially the way we use our onsite workspaces. And Flexible First, the initiative was designed to really create um, a roadmap and guide that our managers and leaders could follow and feel empowered to work with their teams creatively and in flexible ways to find solutions that worked best for them. Uh, we, I think we understand and all of us saw that one size does not fit all. Michigan Medicine is very large, very vast, and um, what we do spans so many different areas and that Um, Mandating anything or putting too many policies or guidelines in place wouldn't actually create the environment or culture on site that we were hoping for. So we really wanted to find ways that we could focus on empowering our teams to work together and find solutions, but still within a framework. So sometimes we like to call it our flexibility within a framework, providing those tools, those guidelines, and really that transparency across Michigan medicine. Um, So that everyone could feel like they knew what was feasible and they understood sort of the rules, but then could work within them to design, you know, the best possible solution, whatever those return to work plans could be. We also hoped, you know, as well, taking direction from university and campus um, that reinforcing our diversity, equity, inclusion and inclusivity by opening up, you know, a much more broader um, and potentially more diverse candidate pool, You know, by offering different ways, more flexible ways of working, no longer requiring you to be physically located close to one of our campus or a sites, um, has really opened up that broader employee candidate pool. And then we also wanted to make sure some of those key things that um, we like to follow as Michigan Medicine, that there was transparency, flexibility and engagement across campus and across Michigan Medicine, like I said, so that groups, although they felt empowered and they had the tools, they were still navigating sort of a different process. And in the end, each team and each unit would come up with a solution that worked best for them, which may look different from other groups. So Flexible First was really designed to put out and put forward those tools, that guidelines, those roadmaps to really help everybody navigate um, but then work together to come up with really creative and really flexible solutions. Um, And we did take a lot of guidance through surveys, through feedback sessions and focus groups. We actually looked to our managers. We looked to our leaders and our staff to tell us what has worked and also get guidance on what areas we needed to develop into more Um, Finalized policies or guidelines like we saw with the remote work agreement. We had some areas of work that we just needed to put in place for policies as the workspace and workforce was changing.
0: So what is the significance of the previously announced September 13th return to campus date. What does that date actually mean.
2: That date, I think for many of us, um, means many different things. For those of our employees who've been on site this entire time, September 13th has a very different meaning. For them, it may mean they need to leave 30 minutes earlier to look for parking now that more people are returning, or the spot that they once had to eat their lunch, they may need to adjust as more people are now on site. For other groups, um, it... Means that it's a start sort of of their new journey. Um, People have sort of indicated that September 13th date as, you know, a lightning rod or the floodgates will be opening or even a return to work, which I think we all know isn't necessarily true. You know, we've been working this entire time, we've been successful, you know, remote working. So what that date means um, really to the flexible first initiative is sort of just that start of the new journey and that journey is really understanding what does it mean now that we can return to the office you know now that restrictions are being lifted but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the date in which we'll all return many of us will continue to remote work hybrid work in one way or another and then it's also bringing to light the awareness that we do have a very large you know, subset of our population who has been on site this entire time. And that date for them means something very different. So we're trying to make sure that people understand it's really just sort of that start to a new journey. Um, And it's just an indication of now that we can safely return to the office, although with new Delta variants, I think there may be some things changing with the vaccine mandate we had last week, we're still trying to understand. Um, So we're trying to use September not really as a hard and fast date, but just it is the start of that new phase, that new journey where we'll really start to understand what does the future of office work, office-like look like um, for Michigan Medicine going forward.
1: So what should managers be doing right now to prepare themselves and their teams this fall when some employees will be coming back?
2: That is a question that we get a lot, and I know it's sort of at the forefront of everyone's mind. And we have um, an incredible workforce and workplace sub as part of the Flexible First Committee. And our workplace team, um, led by our facilities group, is focused on sort of what to expect in September. What are the things that you need to be aware of? For example, did your M card expire? Do you still have building access? Um, do you have to get a new parking permit? If you were like me or many others, I decided that spending money on a very expensive parking permit um, wasn't something I could do anymore. So I let that go. So. It's a checklist of things, you know, and that will be out on the Flexible First website within the next week. And it'll include a checklist of items that you should prepare for so that if and when, whether it's September or October, if and when you do arrive back on campus, how do you do so safely and in a way that you can integrate um, with your other colleagues that everybody feels safe, you know, and we're following all necessary protocols.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. You know, I I went back to the office once about a month or two ago, and my M-card had expired because I hit the five-year mark (laughs) on the M-card, and I couldn't get into the office building. I was sort of like, what's going on? Um, And, of course, the parking and things like that. Is there anything else employees should be doing right now to prepare?
2: We do have, so with the new um, remote work agreement that HR Um, has now put in place. There are some dates, um, you know, working with your managers sort of on communication and working with your managers to understand what is going to work best for you in September. Are you going to continue to remote work in any way? And if so, you would need to have a signed remote work agreement on file um, prior to October. So that's something we're asking sort of all managers start those conversations, have the communications, there are some, you know, dates in place, there's still some responsible screening that's necessary. Now with the vaccine mandate, um, you'll need to self report on, you know, if you've gotten your vaccine so you'll go through if you have your vaccine card when you got your doses. Lots of different things that you can be doing now to really prepare yourself so that it's not a surprise. Um, Some groups have different guidance in terms of social distancing, although, you know, directions may not be coming from the state anymore, or campus, we have noticed that some groups have their own social distancing, or even what they're calling sort of respect boundaries, um, just to make sure that everybody feels good about returning. And that when you do come in, if and when you come in, you know exactly what to expect, you know, where you're going, Um, you know, sort of any of those protocols that your team has imposed. Um, We have a lot of new cleaning protocols. You know, there's a lot of where do you even get supplies? How do you make sure you have all the necessary sanitation items um, that procurement's providing? So, those checklists and those items, sort of of what to expect and how to prepare in September, I think over the month of August, are going to keep a lot of us busy. But also, you know, some of those reminders so it's not a shock when we're standing outside of a door, scanning our badge, wondering why the lights not turning green or HITS is looking at things, you know, they've noticed many of our computers they haven't been on site. So they're experiencing some connectivity issues when people go on site. So HITS is really trying to understand they're running a pilot right now through August to check and make sure that if and when you arrive on site, if your computer hasn't connected directly, most of us have been using the VPN, what are some of the things you might need to expect? Or would the Microsoft 365 rollout What impacts there may you have? Um, Some desks were repurposed while some people were out of the office for social distancing for certain groups, so new cleaning protocols. um, All of those things are really important to sort of be cognizant and aware of. And if you can't find the resources for your team directly, we'll be making sure that the larger sort of overall guidance for Michigan Medicine will be provided through the Flexible First website.
1: So we've talked about this a little bit uh, already, but the COVID-19 numbers are changing again, and this time not for the better. Are there some fears about variants such as the Delta variant and uh, how might they affect the organization's planning?
2: That has been coming up more and more. um, And I think with the sort of mandate for the vaccine that we saw last week, um, additional questions have been coming up, um, not just from our employees, but, you know, leaders and managers are also curious, do we expect the September 13th date to change? Um, And again, sort of what we were saying, you know, back in May and June, before we knew those dates were changing, at this time, we don't know, but we are, you know, we like to use the word flexibility, and that's because Embracing change, sort of. I think we're all living and navigating. Everything is changing on a daily basis, and we truthfully don't have all the answers. At this time, I'm not aware of anything that would change any of our return to work or return to office dates. But again, as we've seen, you know, in Florida and some other states, as those numbers are rising, and even some state, um, some of the counties here in Michigan. Um, have seen a very high increase. So people are asking about masks again, you know, will there be a mask mandate on site even with the mandated vaccine? What are some of the other things that they may expect? Um, And at this time, we don't have answers, but it's something that we're continuing to keep a pulse on. And as soon as we know more or if guidance or directions change, but that's why we're asking all groups, you know, remember be flexible and, and don't use that September 13th date sort of, you know, as that final date, it may change. Just be flexible with yourself, be flexible with your staff, um, and we will communicate as soon as we know anything.
0: Well, thank you so much, Cicely, for that valuable information and advice. Uh, I I think everyone will have to keep being flexible as as we move forward, um, as things are constantly changing. So be sure to stay tuned to headlines as well, uh, where we will list any updates regarding the return to campus planned in September. You'll find those updates at mmheadlines.org, That's mmheadlines.org. Okay, Cicely, we have one last thing for you. It's time for the lightning round and we have about four rapid fire questions for you. Are you ready?
2: I'm ready. All right, All right, right, here we
0: go. First, what has been the best and worst part about working at home for you?
2: best part about working from home, um, I have four very energetic dogs. I also foster dogs and I have a very large garden. So being at home has been given me the opportunity to spend more time with my dogs and also foster more dogs. So that's been incredible. Um, The worst part, I am the only one of my family here in Michigan, um, all of my family is very distant and spread out. So I think I've started talking to myself a little more during the pandemic, which is uh, it's okay when nobody else is around, but I'm a little worried when I go back into the office, I may forget <laughs> that there are other people I can talk to. So um, that's been an adjustment, it would have been nice to have, you know, more family close by. So.
1: I have the exact same fear. I've developed some habits. Working from home is the same thing, you know, and sweatpants. Can't wear sweatpants in the office anymore, too. Uh, So the Summer Olympics just concluded. Uh, If you could participate in one Olympic sport, what would it be?
2: Ooh, that is a tough one. Um, I don't, I truthfully don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, bobsledding?
0: Ooh, that sounds fun.
2: You know, it looks yeah. like a good team activity. I don't prefer to be with a team uh, if I was yes. doing anything.
0: <laughs> and it doesn't look as scary as luge or skeleton, you know, where you're just sort of you flying down the track. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So earlier this month was National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Do you prefer cookies, cake or ice cream? And which flavor is your favorite?
2: I'd love them all. Um, but I guess I'd have to say cookies, probably, um, favorite, probably a chocolate chip, truthfully, Perfect. very, very traditional. Nice. Yes.
1: Nice. All right. Last question. Uh, what helps you relax the best, a book, a TV show or a movie?
2: Probably a book. Um, but I can only say that because I usually end up falling asleep. But if relaxation is the goal of that question, <laughs> then I'd, I'd absolutely have to go with a book. So it's the best way to quiet my mind and relax.
0: Hey, sleeping is very relaxing. So I, I'll give you that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cicely, for joining us and discussing flexible first. If you want to learn more about the organization's return to campus plan, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org.
1: And while you're there, check out other featured stories from this week, including a closer look at Rewrite the Scripts addiction consult team and a Q&A with Julie Ishak, the chief nursing officer for the UM Medical Group. Find those stories and more at mmheadlines.org.
0: All right, Hunter. Now we asked Cicely what Olympic sports she wanted to participate in. How about you? So I, 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 caught a few
1: things this year. Um, I had to look this up though. Um, I was like, what are all the sports and stuff? And I, I knew I wanted to do like rock wall climbing. Like, like, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm okay at it. Not good. But I found out there's like sailing and, and table tennis. And I want to do all those types of things, shooting, like ski yep. shooting. Um, so I want to do all the fun, fun stuff. That maybe doesn't get all the attention like swimming and diving and all that stuff. right but
0: and the track and field. you're not gonna you're not gonna run like a 50-yard sprint
1: i do that at home yeah I mean,
0: it's... <laughs> you do that every day
1: yeah i do that every day what <laughs> yeah. about you
0: um yeah so there there are a few fascinating ones i mean you mentioned the rock climbing and i started watching that this year um and it was just crazy because there were like three different disciplines you could do it in and i'm just like that's like one was bouldering, which I had never heard of. And it was kind of crazy, but to see how they were able to do that was awesome. Um, but I would say, so obviously I'm gonna go with a Paralympic sport, which starts in, in just a, a couple weeks. Um, and I played wheelchair basketball growing up. So, and, and I coach wheelchair basketball now, so I'd have to go with wheelchair basketball um, will be sort of the straightforward answer. But then the cool answer of the Olympic sports with like the weird things, I don't know if you uh, saw any of the modern pentathlon but this was crazy and like not only is there running involved so you the same athlete does running there's equestrian so they jump on a horse and and jump over you know obstacles There's shooting involved in the modern pentathlon all sorts of things um and it's got a really cool like historical background um based on if you're a member of a cavalry behind enemy lines that's how it was invented like all the skills you would need so that was really cool so i would have to say i would take part in the modern pentathlon Wow.
1: That's my answer No, I choose that one. (laughs) All right. Well, it's time for weekly trivia contest. Last week, we asked listeners, what is the name of the catheter-based treatment for congenital heart conditions now being performed at Michigan Medicine? The answer is the Harmony Valve. Congratulations to Kara Gavin, who sent in the correct answer. Kara, a member of the Department of Communication, will be in touch shortly to help you claim your prize.
0: Now for this week's
1: question, here's Dan.
0: All right. Now, physicians in which department have stepped up in recent years to treat patients with substance use disorders? Once again, physicians in which Michigan Medicine Department have stepped up in recent years to treat patients with substance use disorders? You can find the answer in this week's Rewrite the Script story. Once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. Well,
1: that's all the time we have for this week. Cicely, thanks so much for joining us. And thanks, as always, to all our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each
0: other. We'll see you next week.